Abraham's Converts in Haran, an article by Stephen O. Smoot, John Gee, Carrie Muehlstein, and John S. Thompson, published in BYU Studies Quarterly, Volume 61, Issue 4. In the Genesis account of Abraham's sojourning, the text indicates that at the outset of his journey, the patriarch, quote, took Sarai his wife, and Lot his brother's son, and all their substance that they had gathered, and the souls that they had gotten in Haran, and they went forth to go into the land of Canaan, and into the land of Canaan they came, end quote. See Genesis chapter 12, verse 5. This passage is paralleled in the book of Abraham with one small but important difference. It reads, quote, And I took Sarai, whom I took to wife when I was in Ur, in Chaldea, and Lot, my brother's son, and all our substance that we had gathered, and the souls that we had won in Haran, and came forth in the way to the land of Canaan, and dwelt in tents as we came on our way. End quote. See Abraham chapter 2, verse 15, emphasis added. As Hugh Nibley rightly recognized, the book of Abraham thus portrays the patriarch as an exemplary missionary. Compare Abraham chapter 1, verse 7. At first glance, the phrase in Genesis chapter 12, verse 5, quote, and the souls that they had gotten in Haran, end quote, could appear to be depicting the patriarch's acquisition of bonded servants or slaves. This, however, is not the only possible interpretation of this somewhat obscure passage. The Hebrew word rendered substance in the KJV, rekis, means something more like property and usually refers to cattle and herds, but also seems to apply to the household and its members. Compare Genesis chapter 31, verse 18, chapter 36, verse 6, and chapter 46, verse 6. It appears to derive from an Akkadian word that as a verb, rakasu, means to bind, and as a noun, riksu, means both a band, belt, and an agreement, treaty. In other words, it could be referring to those in Haran whom Abraham and his family bound by covenant. In this regard, the conversion of members of the local community at Haran may have looked something like the attitude Ruth, a Moabite, adopted when she pledged loyalty to her mother-in-law, Naomi, an Israelite. Quote, Whither thou goest, I will go, and where thou lodgest, I will lodge. Thy people shall be my people, and thy God my God. End quote. See Ruth chapter 1, verse 16. As Nibley has noted and discussed, there is a long-sustained interpretive tradition within Judaism, and later Islam, that reads Genesis chapter 12, verse 5 in exactly this manner. In the Targum Neophyti and Targum Pseudo-Jonathan, Aramaic translations and expansions of the Bible, for example, Genesis chapter 12 verse 5 is rendered to read that Abraham converted or made a proselyte, gear, of the inhabitants of Haran. In Targum Onkelos, the residents of Haran are depicted as having been subjected to the law, sa abidu le oriata, by Abraham, and are thus counted as his converts. 
The Targumic interpreters, accordingly, understood Genesis chapter 12, verse 5, exactly as depicting the proselytizing activity of Abraham. This interpretation was continued into the rabbinic period and was notably picked up in texts such as the Bereshit Rabbah, Lech Lecha chapter 39, verse 14, and the Zohar, Lech Lecha chapter 1, verse 85b. In his commentary on the book of Genesis, the Jewish scholar Umberto Casuto argued that the souls, lives, persons, nepes, of Genesis chapter 12, verse 5 could not be slaves for a variety of reasons. He preferred to follow the rabbinic interpretation that the passage offers, quote, an allusion to proselytes, Abraham converted the men, and Sarah the women, end quote. He postulated that the rabbinic interpretation, quote, approximates to the actual meaning of the text, and what's more, that we have here one of those verses that points to the theme of an ancient tradition that was not indeed incorporated into the Torah in its entirety, but was known to the Israelites, end quote. Strikingly, Kesuto's own translation of Genesis chapter 12, verse 5, parallels the book of Abraham almost exactly, quote, and the souls that they had won in Haran, end quote. The subtle change in the book of Abraham's parallel passage to Genesis chapter 12, verse 5, accordingly, finds support both from ancient sources and from modern scholarship. Beyond this, the text provides greater insight to the life of Abraham for the appreciation of Latter-day Saints. The patriarch was a great missionary who was concerned with extending the blessings of the covenant to God's children, as was part of the obligations of the covenant he took upon himself. Compare Galatians chapter 3 verses 6 through 9, Abraham chapter 1 verses 1 through 3, and chapter 2 verses 9 through 11. As Elder George Reynolds recognized, quote, Thus we find that Abraham, having sought for the privilege of becoming a preacher of righteousness, in answer to his desire, the priesthood was given to him with the command to magnify it. It is not probable that such a man would fail in the hour of action. That he did proclaim the law of the Lord where he went is evidenced in his record. End quote. About the Authors Stephen O. Smoot is a doctoral student in Semitic and Egyptian languages and literature at the Catholic University of America. He previously earned a master's degree from the University of Toronto in Near and Middle Eastern Civilizations, with a concentration in Egyptology, and bachelor's degrees from Brigham Young University in Ancient Near Eastern Studies, with a concentration in Hebrew Bible and German Studies. He is currently an adjunct instructor of religious education at Brigham Young University and a research associate with the B.H. Roberts Foundation. John Gee is the William Bill Gay Research Professor in the Department of Asian and Near Eastern Languages at Brigham Young University. He has published extensively on scripture and ancient studies. He has served on the boards of national and international biblical and Egyptological organizations, and as the editor of an international multilingual peer-reviewed Egyptological journal. Carrie Muehlstein is a professor of ancient scripture and ancient Near Eastern studies at Brigham Young University. He received his bachelor's degree from BYU in psychology with a Hebrew minor. 
He received an MA in Ancient Near Eastern Studies from BYU and a PhD from UCLA in Egyptology. His first full-time appointment was a joint position in Religion and History at BYU-Hawaii. He is the director of the BYU-Egypt Excavation Project. He was also a visiting fellow at the University of Oxford for the 2016-17 academic year. He has served as the chairman of a national committee for the American Research Center in Egypt and serves on their research supporting member council. He is the senior vice president of the Society for the Study of Egyptian Antiquities and has served as president. He has published and researched on Egyptological topics and Book of Abraham topics for over two decades. John S. Thompson obtained his B.A. and M.A. in Ancient Near Eastern Studies, Hebrew Bible, from BYU and UC Berkeley, respectively, and completed a Ph.D. in Egyptology at the University of Pennsylvania. After more than 25 years as an employee of seminaries and institutes of religion, most recently as the coordinator-slash-institute director in Cambridge, Massachusetts, he currently researches and writes for Scripture Central. This is an audio production of BYU Studies Quarterly, read for you by Jared Kamaru and Emily Wells. BYU Studies publishes scholarly insights informed by the restored gospel of Jesus Christ. For access to additional articles, essays, and more, please visit byustudies.byu.edu.